How many shots does it take to get to the center of this giant brain? Let's find out this week on The Hapless Heroes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> brother-in-law. Welcome to another fabulous episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco, and tonight I'm going to be your host and DM as we get into the uh, real meat of this brain adventure. Mm. <laughs> I have a... You, you mean nougat. <laughs> <laughs> the real nougat of this brain adventure. <laughs> I have a wonderful cast of characters to introduce to you, but you, many of you know them as Mike, as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. His brain will have no idea what it's in for. Phil is Hedrick the Entertainer. I'd like to find out what the matter is with this brain. <sighs> ha! Dave as Zero Valen's Avatar of War. Because of course it's a giant brain. Zach as Parado Lincoln Woods. This must be the king's court tax. <laughs> <laughs> And John is Lord Jarrell the Light. See how smart this thing is. So last week, uh, speaking of giant brains, the party continued their adventure into this um, cavernous area inside, deep inside uh, Mount Rose, where they are investigating the missing Omega Project scientists and some weird mind-controlled things that have been happening. I found the scientists. Found, found, well, I mean, you found a bunch of dead bodies. You have no idea if they're the scientists. No, no, we found all the scientists. Oh, yeah, I guess I should get there. Uh, yeah, so you did find um, the missing scientists. They are working on a gigantic brain. You guys solved a, uh, a fun little puzzle and opened up a secret passageway into a room containing, yes, a gigantic brain mounted on this metal sort of um, platform with these like eight like metallic, like, upside down V-shaped like arms sort of like anchoring it into the ground with these crystals all lining the room and, and like, you know, these, these tubes of like, you know, equipment, um, that was probably brought up, brought down from the surface, taking the power from said crystals and, uh, putting it into this metallic structure housing this brain, which is encased in this sort of, um, almost like thick glass or some sort of like, you know, a transparent casing, and on the front of this brain is a large glowing red sphere that's like sort of swirling with this red, almost like misty liquid. Um, when you open the door into this room, it's a circular room, um, you were greeted, you know, you see that there's a few of those Omega Project scientists that were uh, working on this thing. And one of them was none other than uh, Diggory Dew, the lead missing scientist who turned around to lock eyes with you. Jarrell. Mm -hmm. And that's where we are now. Right. Uh, Jarrell will use Divine Sense. Um, okay. You sense undead. Okay. And as soon as you sort of, as you're sort of sensing that, you see that uh, Diggory um, notices the door open, looks at you, and you see him sort of you move his hands and uh, start casting a spell. 
and he begins to collapse the cavern in front of the door using uh, a mold earth spell. And now the like earth kind of t- crumbles down in front of this open doorway, and now your passageway is blocked. Oh, great. Like our passageway out or our passageway? Your passageway into the, rain, the room with the brain. Yeah, he's protecting the brain. How do we get through that now? Oh, so we're still on the outside of this door. Correct. Yeah, we didn't gotcha. make it. We didn't make it all the way. Because your mage handed it open. Uh, right. Do we have any way to blow our way in there? Blow. <laughs> I'm, I'm five. We all are. Um, um, Hedrick is going to. Uh, start playing his drum to a different rhythm he's going to have to uh, drop his action that he was using to gain your advantage on saving throws for Uh the counter charm so now he's going to cast uh, a shatter within I guess this rubble pile sure Um, in a 10 foot radius sphere on the point, uh, it makes a con saving throw at disadvantage because it's just inorganic material. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take a bunch of thunder damage and hopefully dislodge some just of do the du- just do Just do the thunder damage. Okay. 17 thunder damage. Blast the earth away from the front of this door. Damn. And uh, you see, again, the scientists are now all of them turned to face you simultaneously. And we're going to roll initiative. All right. James, if you're listening, I rolled a nat 20, Ugh. 19. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so first. Yay. I don't think I've ever gone first ever in this podcast. Yeah, I've heard you say that before. I've so wanted yes. to go first. <laughs> you definitely like, have. I, I just have so many things that just help in the sense <laughs> of being first. Right. And I, I usually am like at the end of the line. This is exciting. I'm excited. Quinn, mm. we're going to start with you. All right. So I'm going to cast... Heat metal. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 okay, so on the appendages, right? That's what they, they look like. Almost like spider spider legs. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, just right? metal. And there's like a metal like piece at the bottom. Uh, yes, that's like supporting the supporting underneath okay. the brain. Yeah. So I'm going to focus on the metal platform. Uh-huh. I'm going to cast... Uh, heat metal. Um, I take a small, um, like what looks like to be like an like an uh, like almost like a pinched iron uh, pipe, and I um, I spark a flame next to the end of it, and I put the pinched side to my lips as if I'm gonna smoke it. And I say, ignite. And the uh, the metal platform begins to glow a fiery red. Ooh. Cool. What kind of fire damage is it doing? Yeah. Um, so it will. I'm actually casting it at fourth level. So they, uh, any creature that's in contact with it has to take 4d8 fire damage. 48? 48. 48. Deal 48 fire damage <laughs> to the brain. Un, dos, tres, 
The water inside, the, the liquid inside of the um, inside of the, the container that this brain is in begins to like bubble. The brain fluid. It's 25. 25 fire damage. And then from here on out, um, if the creature, oh if a creature is holding or wearing the object. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm aware. We we all know how heat metal works. Oh, okay. I didn't know. You've used it enough. Have I? We good. I don't think I've ever used it. Yeah, yet. you've used it. You've definitely used it. Oh, like way back in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we know. And I, I used it against the uh, cleaver bonds. Yep. Cool. Okay. Um, you you do I that. Do not. Nope. Uh, I'm going to use a bonus action to give bardic inspiration, which is for me a D8 to zero. And I say. Zero. Blast the liquid. <laughs> That's all. That's it. Great. Um, at the end of your turn, you're going to see that the the brain is sort of going to you're going to kind of see it kind of contract a little bit and like pulse, and you kind of hear you can kind of see like something emanate from it, like a just a sort of like a almost like a shock wave, but you can't see anything else surrounding it, okay. but something's happened. And that's going to go right to Jarell. Um, can I make it to it this turn? Um, no. Um, you also have scientists in the way. It's about, I'd say, probably about 40 feet from you. And about 20 feet from you are the scientists. Okay. Um, when I used my divine sense, could I tell that the brain was undead? Yes. Okay. Um... I will walk past the scientists. Um, they attempt to stop you. Okay. As a reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, Diggory will attempt to stop you. Okay. So he's going to make an attack of opportunity against you. Mm-hmm. With um, what appears... Like he just, just tries to grab you. Oh my god, that one. Um, you are stopped. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. And restrained. You are grappled. Well, I'm clearly going to break out of that. Um, on your turn, um, you would have to use your action now to break out of it, but your movement has been entirely stopped. Mm-hmm. At 20 feet. Um, yes, at 20 feet ahead. So you have to make a strength contest now against Diggory. Okay. 13? 13? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you break out, but you've used your action. Okay. Do you continue um, another 10 feet, or do you stay where you are? Does a strength check to break a grapple that is, count as an that attack? Is an a, that is an action. It's not okay. It's not an attack. No, it's an action, so you can't attack. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. I'll move as close to it as I can. You move another ten feet closer. Mm-hmm. You are now ten feet from the brain. All right. Paradel. Oh, and I've let go of Hedrick's leash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to make sure that that's clear. Okay. Paradel. <laughs> Uh, and all, all we see in here is the, are these four people and the big brain, right? Yeah, and a bunch of crystals and like a bunch of other, like just like, you know, like whole lots of sciencey stuff. And a glowing red platform. platform oh, right. That, that the heat, heat metals. Okay. There's tubes that are providing energy from the crystals to the brain. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to try to get into this room as well. Okay. One of the other scientists will attempt to stop you. All right. Um, 
I don't think a 10 is even going to bother hitting your AC. Not at all. You slip right past. All right. You manage to get it 25 feet. Okay. Closer to the brain. You are now 15 feet away from it. Okay. Do you do anything? Um... Basically, I just uh, put away my shield and take out my two or two of my swords: the long sword and the scimitar of war. Oh, Jamiroquai and Jamiroquai and Defunk. Defunk. Okay. Sounds good. Hedrick. Uh, Hedrick is playing his drum and um, starting to shimmy. He's shimmying the rope off of his waist as much as he can. I don't know. It was a tied knot, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, so he. There's no effect on the rope. He's just pulling it around with him. Um, still playing his drum, uh, he would like to cast Fairy Fire, a uh, 20-foot cube up on the platform, so any scientist still up there, but mainly the brain. Um, nothing's on the... The brain is taking up the entire platform that is being heated. It's just literally just supporting the brain from underneath. And the four scientists are rushing us. Okay. Yes. So you can either get the brain or you can probably get a couple scientists. I think Hedrick still realizes, like, attacking humanoid people that have been... Yeah, we haven't attacked them yet. Yeah, yeah. So he's still focusing on the brain. Okay. Um, so fairy fire. Okay. You have to um, make a save. Dexterity saving throw. Um, you're going to see it just it just resists it immediately. Oh. Okay. Um, as his bonus action, he's going to use his Tumbling Fool, which lets him use his dash and disengage action. Okay. I guess. As a bonus action, I tumble, which gives me the benefits of dash and disengage. I also have a climbing speed at my current speed, and I take half damage from falling. Sounds good. So <laughs> he's probably doing like a capoeira like style, like dancing back and forth playing his drum but like trying to obviously avoid anything that comes near him. Sounds good. At the end of your turn, you're going to see that the the brain is sort of, you're going to see like sort of like a pulse of energy go out towards the scientist that's, um, that tried to stop Peridil that's close to Jarell as well and like this 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 pulse just emanates from this, uh, this scientist and I need um, actually, I don't need, I don't need you guys to do anything um, Jarell and Peridil are going to take uh, six psychic damage as you feel sort of this like this this pulse from the scientist um, just rack your brains like something just like you just hear like these whispers and screams just sort of like, like assaulting the inside of your your head and it uh, it hurts. Ow, headache. Ow, ow. Zero. How many times do you like to shoot this thing? <laughs> <laughs> One, two, two. six. <laughs> Much more patient than that owl. One, two, ten. I wouldn't be surprised if you could actually do ten somehow. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> um, yeah, we are going to start the shooting. So Zero's eyes channeling something are glowing a hot, almost smoky red that lights up the area around his head. And Reason starts making this 
almost unbearable high-pitched scream as the flywheel for the auto loader starts spinning faster than it probably has a right to. And we are going to start with attack rolls. Sounds good. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Eight plus twelve is an unnatural twenty. It hits an invisible barrier in front of the elder, uh, in front of the brain, and bounces off. Hmm. Uh, let's see. The weapon is going to slow down a little bit, but fire off two more bolts. Okay. I'm committed to the attack action. Sure. Uh, let's see. That's going to be a natural twenty. A bolt flies off an invisible barrier. And the third will be another obscenely high roll that will <laughs> just blast off an invisible thing. barrier. But we'll call off the uh, dogs in the form of uh, uh, action surge. We don't need to do that now. And this, kids, is why you don't declare action surge at the beginning of your attack. Right. <laughs> Anything else, Zero? Um, yeah, Zero is going to lower his shoulder and start charging on in as well. Okay. Uh, how far in do you go? Uh, let's see. Well, I've got a 30-foot move, and since I've already attacked, I'm not going to be doing any dashing or anything like that. Okay. So 20 feet in, one of the free scientists attempts to stop you. Yeah. Um, but I don't... No, he's he, unsuccessful. Yeah. Um, so you do continue the full 30 feet? Yes. Okay. Sounds good. The scientists will move to, on, on their turn, will move to restrain the three of you again. Um, two of them will go on to zero. Uh, nope. <laughs> just <laughs> so, three two, and a four on the die, two, so oh, wow. just, yeah. yeah. Rolled a big nope. Yeah. <laughs> two opportunities. On Paradil, nope. And on Jarell, no. Um, they don't appear to be trying to do anything else yet. Um, they will, they, they, they're just kind of like, they're, they're really wrestling at trying to grab you guys, but you're just too strong for them. Yep. At the, yep. At the end of their turn... <laughs> They're newly scientist arms. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of their turn, the um, you'll see another pulse come out from one of the scientists, and Paradil, Jarrell, and Zero take twelve psychic damage. Oh, okay. Now the brain stands up. And you see that the platform that it's on with those like spider-like arms, like this whole thing just begins to like sort of like, like, like while it's red hot too, just start to like animate. And like the legs sort of like start pu- like pushing up the platform of this, um, that, that, that this brain is being like, you know, sort of held on top of. So it's almost like, do you guys ever, who's here has played Doom? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm the big brain on top of the fucking spider arms with the fucking chain gun in the front of it. That's yep. kind of what it looks like. Look it up. It was All like the right. first Doom game. Anyways, that's kind of what you're looking at here minus the chain gun. Well, isn't that a relief? And no, gigantic and no face. Brain in a tank. Yeah, and no face. Robotic spider. Pretty much. I got um, a mental. And, and, and yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's now standing and it's, it's horrifying to look at. It, is it uh, continuing to take fire damage? When does it take the damage on your turn, right? You choose to use an yeah, action I to do can, that? I can so it will. Okay. Um, eventually. Um, I would then, like, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's have some fun here. Ooh. I don't like the way that sounds. I would like all of you to make an intelligence saving throw. 
You are all 10 feet from me, so add plus three. Uh, by you all, I mean zero and Paradil. I'm not sure if Quinn's no. close enough. Am I at minus five? Yes, sir. Okay, An intelligence sure saving throw. Hey, Correct. I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it helps, maybe it doesn't. That's the best I could do. Oh. I'll give it to you. Oh, no. All right, Quinn, what would you get? <laughs> not good. Okay, no, so. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm you have ways to get out of that quickly, um, though. Um. I'm going to use my lucky feet and re-roll that. Okay. Sounds good. Better. Uh, 12. Okay. Zero. 11. Peridil. 15. And Jarrell. 15. Okay, cool. Uh, everyone but Hedrick fails. <laughs> the guy with one intelligence passed. <laughs> <laughs> How is that even possible? Because That's through crazy. irony, all things are. You possible. feel you added three, right? You feel a blast, a blast of energy come out from the the brain, and it just assaults all of your psyches, mm-hmm. and all of you take twelve psychic damage. Damn. Temporary. Except for Hedrick. Oh, except for me. What did you roll? You rolled a twenty. You had a nat twenty. Okay. Excellent. So. With my even minus even though five. it's even though it's minus <laughs> five, I chose to give it to you. I the appreciate saving throw. you. No, I, I appreciate you. I can take that from my temporary. Right? Can you, kind, you can. Kind yeah, I've only just deal. gotten into my main HP. <laughs> all right. Uh, before the before this brain ends its turn, you can actually hear all of you in your minds. Um, for everyone besides Hedrick, a very familiar voice. This is a voice of someone that was totally, definitely dead the last time you saw them. But none other than M.M. Mudget himself. Oh, damn it. And you hear his voice echoing in your mind, saying, You'll never stop me this time. I will have your bodies and your brains for myself. I will become the perfect being. This was the one from the hotel, right? That is correct. I guess we should just give up. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> probably, totally. probably. Yeah. Let's just oh, walk away. Hello, um, it was a good campaign, guys. Right. Good job, was, guys. He was convincing. And the end of the podcast. <laughs> we all give up. Oh, how I take that? Who would that be? <laughs> Quinn, how yes. do you respond? Okay, so how far am I from the brain? You are forty feet. Uh, I'm. I'm going to attempt to move toward him. Okay. Toward how? How close? Uh, the full 30 feet. Okay, one, once you reach 20 feet, one of the scientists will use their reaction to attempt to stop you. Okay. Um, does a... Okay, well, actually, How you know what? How many scientists are there? Four. Actually, no, they're all in kind of are engaged there, but they're all engaged with everybody else. So, no, yeah, you make it 30 Sweet. feet. You make it 30 feet. I was waiting for that moment. Okay. okay. Uh, so I'm going to then... You're currently heating the metal on this Yeah, thing. I know, I know. I'm going to... You can still feel a connection to the magic, though, despite whatever... I am going here. to dash. Where? Closer to the brain. Okay, so you're going to use your action to dash? Yes. After you reach about 40 feet, you hit an invisible wall. Okay. And cannot progress any further. So how far am I now from the brain? You are right in front of it. Okay. But this But there seems to be some sort of invisible wall of force that Perfect. is Fine. blocking you. Um, I'm then going to use a bonus action to continue to heat the metal. Okay, do your damage. 12 fire damage. 12 fire damage? Okay, yep. it takes the damage. You see it almost strain to maintain concentration on something. You can kind of see like the brain is like almost struggling to do something, but it, it, it continues and it seems to be unimpeded. Um, oh. But it takes 12 fire damage. Um, at the end of your turn, 
the elder brain you're gonna see kind of just gently shift its shifts itself towards Jarrell. And Jarrell, you need to make a charisma saving throw. Okay. This is not a charm. Natural twenty. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, you almost felt like this thing was using some sort of psychic energy to try to root you in place, mm-hmm. but you resisted its um, its effects. Okay. Um, so because I'm a mage slayer, mm-hmm. um, I have uh, the ability to make a reaction. It's not a spell, just so you know. Oh, okay. Then never mind. Um, it is a legendary action, or a layer action, excuse me. So, um, and then also at the end of your turn, a legendary action will take place, and a psychic pulse again will emit from one of the scientists. And Jarrell, Paradil, and Zero take, oh, that's not, not too bad, six psychic damage. Jarrell. Okay, um, the battle rages on. So, how far from. The pipes, am I? Um, you could, I mean, you'd have to break off to like the left or right, um, but you probably could make it to um, one side or the other. Okay. Uh, seeing that Jarrell can't um, walk past this barrier to the brain, uh, but he still is half rampage, um, he has to go full rampage and he's going to go and just hack one of the pipes. Um, attack of opportunity against you from one of the scientists that was trying to grapple you fails, so you make it to the pipe, and yeah, uh, make me an attack roll against, like, one of the tubes. Four plus... Fifteen? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, roll your damage. Alright. Eleven. Um, you see that the brain... Uh, so what I did with there, just so mechanically speaking, I made it roll a concentration check once you severed one of the pipes mm-hmm. or one of the tubes, and it failed the concentration check. And you can you feel um, who who ran up to the barrier, Quinn? Yes. You can you as you you can as as he did that, you can feel that 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 wall has uh, disappeared. Just to also remind you, because of the heat metal, he is disadvantaged on ability checks. Um, I'm aware. Did you okay. just assume gender? Just make sure. Oh wait, we know it's on the logic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I did know that it was still passing the flying colors before, whenever it took damage. Uh, this in this case though, the wall, whatever f- wall of force that was here, has dissipated. You can kind of hear almost like a popping sound as it disappear disappears. Well, that's exciting. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a big bubble. Um, there. Yeah, like that one too. Okay, and Jarrell. At the end of your turn, mm-hmm. um, the brain now will lift one of its sp- like spidery metal arms and just jab right at Quinn. Ah, bitch. Uh, yeah, I think a 24 is going to hit you. Disadvantage. 24 is going to hit you. Okay. That's a, you said a disadvantage on ability checks, not attack rolls. And attack, attack rolls. rolls. And attack rolls? Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. Does a uh, 19 hit you? Still hits me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you had a sport. Just keeping things in check, that's all. all right. No, that's fair. Um, You're going to take 17 piercing damage. Okay. And are pinned. Uh, so effectively, you are prone and restrained. Uh, I'm going to parry his attack. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to use my superiority die plus my dex modifier. So... Five, so I take 12 damage. Okay, instead. so you still take but the damage, still... and you are pinned. You will need to uh, essentially make 
a um, oh, excuse me. You're gonna have to make a save on your turn. Um, or be smushed. Um, or <laughs> or still be restrained by this thing, like pinned down by it. So I have to do a what? I'm sorry. You're gonna to on your turn. You're gonna have to make a save. Okay. Um, in order to get yourself out of it. So strength or dexterity. Okay. Um, to get yourself out of being pinned down by this thing. Okay. Okay. Peridol, it's your turn. I'm going to go after another one of these tubes. Sounds good. Yeah, you saw I was successful with Jarrell, so... Yeah. Uh, are they close enough grouped that I could use multiple attacks to take more than one out? Um, no, you'd have to you'd have to focus on one to really hack it away. Okay. They're pretty thick. Okay. Thick. Thick. Yeah. But how close are they grouped? Um, they're 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 pretty they're they're pretty spread apart. Like there's 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 some that are closer to like the ceiling. You'd have to climb up a little bit to kind of get up to them. Mm-hmm. And there's some that are closer to the floor. Okay. But, I mean, what is the closest spacing of them? You can probably get like two at once. Because like I could I could possibly have like seven at seven attack rolls. <laughs> if you attack. Okay. I mean. There's and I just want to know if I can move in between there any are, of those. There are eight of them. There are two uh, on each side, on the like towards the top in the ceiling area, and there's right. two on the bottom. Okay. On each side. All right. Uh, Jarell has severed one of those on the right hand side at the bottom. Okay. So there's seven more, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Do I see any ways of getting up to the ones at the top? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can come up there. I mean, there's definitely there's like there's like steps and like you know things that are set up in here that the scientists put up to like okay. maintain stuff. All right. It's just that you'd have to like kind of you know maneuver your way up there. Well. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna maneuver my way up there. Sure, I'll say you can make it. Okay, great. Um, I'm gonna go for the rightmost one. Sounds good. Um, you can and... get. You can potentially attack two of them. Okay, great. I'm gonna make three attack rolls with Jamiroquai. Okay. Uh, you have to. De- Tell me now. Declare which ones you're attacking with those with those three rolls. Like top um, one, top one, bottom one, or top one. Well, I'm only, I, I'm at the top, so okay. I can only attack top ones, right? Yeah, there's two of them up top. Okay. Just pick one, one or two. Okay, I'm gonna pick one. Okay, all three on, on, on one. Let's go. Okay. I wouldn't do it that way. Well, uh, that's gonna be two fourteens and a fifteen. Okay, uh, all those hit. Okay. Roll that beautiful damage against right. the tubes. Tubes. A series of tubes. Nice. 34. Oh, yeah. Absolutely decimate one of them. And again, the brain kind of like you see it strain um, as some of the power that's going to it has been um, sort of cut cut loose. And then you hear Mudget sort of, again, scream in your minds, Fools! This only makes me stronger. Um, um, can I roll for insight? So no, because you've already used your action this turn. <laughs> then I'm going to use a bonus action to attack the second one. Okay, sounds good. Go for it. <laughs> and I'm going to wind up with my scimitar of war, defunk. And that's going to be uh, definitely a hit. Hit. Yeah, hit it. And that's going to be 
six damage. Okay, uh, you slice slashing. it, but it doesn't uh, cut all the way through. It's slashing damage, not slicing damage. Okay, you slash it, <laughs> but it doesn't cut all the way through. All right, this, great. This, this, ho- this, this, this tube has got a little bit more life to it. Okay. Great. Uh, at the end of your turn, Paradell, mm-hmm. um, you're going to see uh, another pulse emit from one of the scientists in Jarell and Zero are going to take 15 psychic damage. Okay. Hedrick, what you doing, bud? Uh, Hedrick sees that these scientists are periodically releasing this stuff, but he's still fairly certain that the brain is the only focus. So uh, he observed Quinn being very successful casting his heat metal spell. Uh-huh. So as he continues to play the drum, um, he really can't encant anything. But he is he switching can. his time signature and and starting to right. add, add a lot more trills to it. To, right. to kind of say, like licking flames. Yeah, and your spellcasting is charisma-based anyway. So really, it's just about the feeling you the put styling. into it. Yeah. 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 The styling. Yeah, the styling. And he's going to cast this at fifth level. Cast Heat Metal? Yes. You are also going to cast Heat Metal. Yes. Amazing. Okay. Um, because I want him to really feel, feel, feel the burn. Really feel, feel the burn. burn. <laughs> All right. I'm into it. I'll let are it happen. Are you doing it on the legs? Any metal part that is supporting sure. or touching yeah, the, the I'm physical in, Yeah, matter. that's fine. Uh, all right. So, yeah, he's taking an 8 to 17 fire damage. Sounds good. And he is hoping that I guess Quinn noticed this because the only reason why Hedrick even thought of it was because he saw Quinn do it (laughs) and he's going to continue playing but um, in some variation or form he wants to inspire him okay and uh, realizing that that he sees him on the ground and and, by this thing yeah and and really like feeling pretty low he wants him to raise back up keep that heat coming <laughs> yeah, he's inspired by your performance. You can give him bardic inspiration. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. <laughs> Taste it. <laughs> Amazing. There's a sound bite for the episode. Yeah, Thank that's you. pretty great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of tasting it, at the end of your turn, Hedrick, the. Um, the brain will uh, extend another one of its free uh, legs and attempt to pierce zero with it. Nope, that's not going to do it. I know your AC is way over 17. It is over 17, yes. Yeah, you managed to kind of sidestep it. Um, you kind of just like, kind of crashes down and like just, just smashes into the ground next to you. Yeah. Zero, it's now your turn. You have a chance to respond to that. Yeah, zero does a single sidestep without flinching and just opens up with uh, reason again. Yeah. With this thing making its previous terrible noise. Um, 12 and I didn't declare sharpshooter for this one. So it'll be a 24 against AC. (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it. All right. And it's D10 plus six. So uh, eight piercing damage. Okay. It takes eight. Well, now you know you can hurt it. (laughs) <laughs> Fantastic! Second attack. Yeah, you, it's it sticks into like that glass, and it goes further, fur, far in enough that some of the fluid begins to slowly start leaking out. Is it closed from the top? Yes. Unlike an above ground pool. 
<laughs> but it has more than like a blue tarp over it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Correct. All right. Good. We're now going to start doing sharpshooter shots with okay. uh, number two, which will be, uh, let's see, that's only going to be a 10 against AC. Well, don't forget you have inspiration. Um, yeah, this is a good time to tack on that bardic inspiration as well. So another two, so that's five plus seven is at 12 against Does AC. not get through. That's All right. Well, these things happen. The third. Ooh. Yeah, that'll do it. It's uh, 18 plus 7 yep. against AC. Yep, yep, yep. Let's see it. Uh, 19. Okay. And Thanks. here's where we action surge. Because now you know you can hit it. Yes. <laughs> you, now I know it's not a waste. So let's see. Ooh. First is going to be another 18. Uh, yeah. So that'll do it. Second will be 17. Yeah. Well, plus uh, seven for each of those. And third will be a nine and seven, which is 16 against AC. All of those hit. Nice. So that's going to be 30 plus uh, 30 plus uh, 6, 12, 18. So that's 48 plus 7, 10, and 2. Uh, let's see, another 1948 plus 19 is uh, 67. 67 piercing damage. Yeah. As this thing just <laughs> sprays like almost a solid sheet of bolts at Yeah. Holy fucking shit. That was awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, you do that. It is, I mean, you just riddle it with holes. Some of them pierce through all the way through the container. Some of them are sticking out of the brain. There's fluid leaking out of this container now. Like, it's a, it is a bad sight. This thing looks fucking terrible. Ew. At the end of your turn, Zero, uh, it's going to... Before the end of my turn, I would like to withdraw 30 feet away. Okay, sure. Since I'm not in close combat with Yes, it. you've 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 done yeah. that. Well, actually, no. You're gonna have provoke two attacks of opportunity. I will accept this. Oh yeah. Finally. Twenty-one. That'll do it. Yep, and uh twenty. Uh, oh they both matches. got you. Yeah. Okay, so. Um they are both grappling you. You are restrained. And the elder brain will take a lovely shot at advantage. Cheap shot. <laughs> And we'll definitely get through with uh, well over a 20. No advantage, because it has disadvantage on attack rolls. Oh, excuse me. Okay, so it's it's going to get exactly 20 then. I did roll 2d20. So whatever, I'll take the lower one, and it's still a 20. <laughs> <laughs> I just really good want job, this to be yes, a powerful good job, right? I that. appreciate you. You did such a good job. I'm so proud of you. Um, <laughs> you're... Like I'm pinned. I have nothing else to, to give to this right now. Zero, you're going to take... Yikes. 15 piercing damage, and you are pinned. And okay. <laughs> prone and restrained. The scientists will move to act now. The two that were trying to tackle Zero obviously see that this thing has got it now um, and are going to um, two each on Paradigm. Well, sorry, sorry. <laughs> all four on Jarrell. Oh, they can all make it. Because you me. went off to the. We both did. 
Oh, actually, yeah. Who they're both another size the size of the room. Who is the closest? Let's see. Well, they're actually, you know what? They're all going to run in different directions towards the remainder of you. Mm-hmm. So one's going to run towards Paradil to try to obstruct your path as a reaction when you try to get by him. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Jarrell. Same with um, Quinn. And same well, with Quinn's Hedrick. on the ground, well, I'm too. Right. I'm prone. I'm sorry. Same, so actually, two, and then there are two are going to go to Hedrick. Screw it, because he looks like uh, mm-hmm. easy target. <laughs> I've just been like flopping around playing a drum the whole time. Yeah, they don't like you. Yeah, he, <laughs> looks like a, he looks like an easy target, definitely. And your, and your stupid music. Uh, so, oh, no. well, that's to them, to oh. them, not to, <laughs> not to me. But no, it, it's yeah, it's literally now his stupid music. Yeah. He's playing it while being very stupid. Okay, hold on. Let me just roll to recharge something. Great. All of you must make an intelligence saving throw. Nobody's near me right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, Quinn. Uh, an unnatural 20. Nice. Hedrick. A 10. Fail. Dave. Four. Fail. Paradell. 17. Fail. Oh, God. Jarrell. 23. Yay. Okay, so uh, Hedrick, zero, and Paradell are going to take... Yikes. Twenty-nine psychic damage. Ooh. Um that's not melee, right? No, that okay. is psychic damage. That's in your brain. You said twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. That's no no bueno. No. As a um, just this this blast of psychic energy again assaults your consciousness, and you hear Mudge's voice again. Fools! I told you this would only make me stronger. And we're gonna move on to Quinn. All right. So what do I need to do to attempt to get out of this pinning? You must make either a dexterity or a strength check. I'm gonna cast Cat's Grace on myself. Mm, You would. Um, and then action surge to attempt to get out of this. Oh, sure. So Makes you have sense. advantage on the dexterity save, right? Ooh, yeah. Because you cast Cat's Grace on yourself as the initial action. Correct. Not a bad play. Um, that would be a 22. You absolutely get free and are able to move, just not... Uh, I'm going to stay where I am. Sounds good. <laughs> well, because if I if I move 30 feet from him, he still has potential to attack me. He has not used his reaction yet, so... Okay, you can't so burn moving, it now. Like, I'm not going to move far enough away from him anyway. Also, you'd provoke an attack of opportunity because it has not used its reaction yet. Because I move, right. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to stay where I am. Okay, at the end of your turn. Oh, bonus action. Sorry. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Not bonus action, but... Um, you still get to burn it? Uh, no, I still get to give... Um, Inspiration to Paradil. How do you inspire Paradil? Um, Paradil, get to the other tube. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> you can do it, my friend. Hey, I know. Thank you for such inspiring words. Uh, yeah, so at the end of your turn you are going to hear a familiar like and just me well all of you oh okay. 
Um, Zero, you're pushed away from its grasp as a wall of force seems to push you away now. And it is now surrounded again by an invisible wall. Jarrell. Oz the hacking at the tubes. Okay, hack at those tubes. <laughs> you got one left over there where you are. Oh, just so, only, um, there's only one left over by me? Mm-hmm. Uh, question then. If the uh, wall of force pushes me away, am I no longer uh, pinned, impaled, or prone from uh, You are not. Leg? Okay, good. Good to know. Thank I'm you. waste my turn. Um, so there is... There are five tubes left, correct? Correct. There's one in front of me. Um, and then... Two more. One, f- one that Peridil's attacking above you that still hasn't gotten all the way down. And then four on the other side. I thought we both went to opposite sides. That, that was, was the whole you, point of us, right? You guys are on the same... Peridil, s- did you come to my same uh, side? Whatever. Yeah. I'm on matter. the right. Yeah, he's on the right. You went to the right. I thought we were going to opposite sides. You went to my well, side? That's too bad. Oh. I just said I went to the right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess cut... The last one on my side. Sounds good. Do it. That's like a lot. Yeah. 27. Yeah, definitely hits. Ten damage. Okay, you slice through it. Okay. You Um, slash through it. Right. How far does it have? Does it have the same impact? Yep. And it fails the check. On its uh, concentration, and wall of force disappears. Can I reach the brain? Can you reach the brain from where you are? Can I make it 30 feet? You can get there. You cannot attack. Why not? Because you just attacked the fucking tube. I have to attack the same object twice per action, or I have two attacks Because that is Because that is the same action that you were taking. You can't just break that action in half and then travel and then finish the action. So that's it. You've made your attack action okay. against the tube. You can then, get to the brain, but cannot attack it. Am I still within 30 feet? I would like to position myself where I am I am in the center of all of my comrades. Okay. Instead of closer to the brain. Get into the center of the room, which is closer to the brain. So I want to be make sure that because uh, zero is the furthest from the brain, right? No. Zero is right next to it. How far? How far is the furthest person from the brain? 30 feet. Okay. So then I will stand in front of the brain okay. with my comrades on either side of me, and I will use turn the tide, and everybody gets back 10. Yay. Hey, everyone gets back 10 hit points. Yeah, how does, uh, how do, what does it look like when Jarrell turns the tide? Uh, he's just going to scream uh, for Valen and, for Valen, and uh, uh, Sword of Justice is above his head. Yeah. And just on, on fire. Nice. Looking cool. This looks super cool. Okay. <laughs> Paradil. It's, uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry. At the end of Jarrell's turn, uh, this thing's going to take a swipe at Jarrell uh-huh. with one of its um, spider legs. Uh, 20? No. Okay. Uh, Paradil, your turn. Yes. I, so. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so on this top uh, mezzanine area that I'm on, um, I can't travel freely from the right side to the left side. You're acrobatic as fuck. Um, no, you can't. However, uh, you could make a case. Th- how would you think you could travel from one side to the other by just like traversing? Um, I would. 
So these tubes are like hanging loosely. They're f sort of fastened at certain areas in the wall to kind of keep them from like just kind of keep them running in a, in, a, in the same direction. So they're. I okay. mean, I wouldn't say. So loosely. I would I would try to jump up on one and put my left foot down on it, bound from that onto the onto the wall with my right foot and try to land on the other side. You'd probably have to bounce off the brain to the top of the brain and then get to the other <laughs> side to do that. But I'd say you could do it. Okay, I'm going to do that. Okay, make me an acrobatics check. Jesus. Yeah. Um, that is going to be a 21. Yeah. Um, with grace, you push yourself off from one of the tubes, like you know, like the platform that you're kind of standing on from on the one side of the room. Do a quick, like, sort of like almost like a handspring off the top of the brain and then land perfectly Just on the with other my side. pointer fingers. Just with your pointer fingers, of course. <laughs> no, you know what? You use your hands. Nat 20 would be pointer fingers. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, it can't look that cool. It can't look that cool. It looks cool. Don't get me wrong. Isn't that that cool? Yeah. All right. So I'm on the other side. You're on the other side, but you've used your action. I've used my action. Okay. And I use my bonus action to attack can only do that if you've actually already made an attack this round. You could action really? surge if you choose okay. to smash the tubes. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm going to do that. Yeah? Yeah. Action surge. Yeah, of course. I'm a fighter. I came here to fight. He's, he's, you're fighting tubes. you got to fight those tubes. There might be internet in these tubes, and that's evil. Oh, 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 two oh my what? god! Wow. Oh my wow. god! This is history. Hold on. Two nat twenties and a natural one. This is great. Is that three separate attack rolls? So an automatic <laughs> fail, but two automatic successes. Oh, yeah. So here's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I've never seen that. Paradil, you absolutely decimate both tubes because your 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 swings are so wild. Yeah. <laughs> because you just had this surge of energy flow through you. Like I stumble into two perfect right because swipes. of how savage these attacks are. Because you put your whole all into it, yeah. Um, these things actually explode with magical energy. Cool. Um, you're gonna take. Oh. God. Actually, you know what? Make me, make me a dexterity save. Wait, let me just say this. Uh, is it possible that while I'm like stumbling through this move? because I did roll that net one, I'm continuing to move, and I will roll a superiority die to, to add evasive footwork to my AC. Which, uh, well, doesn't matter. That, your AC matters not oh, in okay. this case. <laughs> um, make me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Unbelievable. That's incredible. That is pretty cool. <laughs> Oh, oh my. <laughs> oh, oh my. So, Peridil, you are going to take 10 force damage, and you are going to be blasted out from this wall. 10 and, force damage. And on top of the brain. Oh, no. <gasps> so you are on top of the case, like, you know, that it's in. <laughs> laying on your back. Prone? Yeah, I guess. At the end of your turn. Oh, no. Goddamn. This thing is going to attempt... To extend one of its little legs on top and like stab you and grab you. Please roll in that one. Please roll in that one. I want to see it impale itself. Is that oh, a disadvantage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does not hit you, but it does not net one. Okay. Good enough. <laughs> Heat metal! 
Hendrick, it is your turn. Uh, first, I want to roll my con save. I took damage last turn. Oh, yeah, to concentrate. So half of the damage I took, is that 15 or The concentration 14? check is actually just a concentration check, not a saving throw. And the DC mm-hmm. is based on the amount of damage you took or um, 10 plus a spell's level, whichever <laughs> is higher. So, yeah, I was I was looking at it. Um, so it's a fifth level spell, so it's a DC mm-hmm. 15, unless you took more than 15 damage in your turn. Whenever you take damage while you are concentrating on a spell, you must make a constitution saving throw to maintain your concentration. DC equals oh, 10, throw. or half the damage you take, whichever number is higher. Oh, okay. I mean, that's that's roll to Oh, yeah, there you go. Sorry, sorry. So yeah. it's, it's 10, or half the damage. Is that 15? Or is it rounded down to 14? I took 29. It'd be, it always rounds down. So Four, 14. 14. Okay. DC 14. So Not first, yeah. Good no. Lord. Nope. That's not good. So okay, you my lose concentration heat metal, on heat metal. Heat metal is gone. Um, I just wanted to make sure if that was going to stick around, I would have done something different. But I believe uh, you guys. Yeah. This thing is not doing well. Um, I suppose... I. I would try to do the same thing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it just happens. It can't save against it. And so long it's as it's attached to this shit. Paradol's sitting on top of the tank or the brain itself, right? Yeah. He's not near the. He's metal not on the metal. The yeah. Nope. Okay. He so is safe. I'm gonna do the same thing. Sounds good. Do at, the damage, but you bur- burn the fucking spell slot. Oh, I always do. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Was you gonna heat metal again? Yeah. The well, fuck is I lost. To me? I lost concentration when I took damage. Reheat metal. Reheat metal. Seven seven. Five, five. Okay, 24, 25 fire damage. Sounds good. This looks, it's looking terrible. Like, this shit is boiling in there. And, like, the, the, the boiling of this liquid is just shooting out the, li- like, you know, like, from the holes uh, even more furiously now because of, like, what Zero did to it. And, um, and it's about to do it to it? At the... <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, um, do you still have inspiration, Peridot? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna try to inspire you because I know you're gonna want to. You're gonna need get it, off this thing. Uh, yes. y- you get a D10 because I'm. Oh a, baby, because he's a full bard, a big, not a fire bard. bard. Yeah. Big bard. You decide which is better. <laughs> Listen, um, two sides of the same coin. It's a beautiful die. Okay. At the end of your turn, Hedrick, Peridot, you're still within range. It's gonna take a swipe to get you again. At disadvantage. Oh, good thing, because one of those is a nat 20. Uh, 14 won't do it. No, it won't. Zero. It is your turn. Coward! War has come for you, and you hide in a cave. Allow me to make it your tomb. Uh, let's see, uh, uh, let's see, a six plus seven, um, that's probably not going to do it. That six plus seven is 13? 13. Yep, no. 13 won't, but uh, hey, a 19 on the die, that's improved that's a critical, crit. that's a crit there. What's our third one, just off the top of my head? That is just a 13, so an unnatural 20, and then a crit. So those two hit, go ahead and roll me all of that 
beautiful damage. All right. So on the non-crit, that's just going to be, uh, let's see, a three, six, nine. That's 19. <laughs> just a 19. <laughs> that's just 19. Just a 19, he says. Uh, let's see. Max damage. Um, that's max die damage, right? Or does that double the sharpshooter bonus? Here's the best way to do it. It's it's just it's max damage. Yeah. Um, sharpshooter just it's added on afterwards. So okay. It's max weapon damage. All right. Plus. So it's going to be sixteen. Okay. So sixteen plus the d10 plus the sharpshooter damage. Yeah. Sixteen. So that's twenty-six plus uh, another eight. Let's see. That's uh, thirty-four. Yeah. What does it look like? when you destroy this brain in a jar on his spider legs. Um, three more sharp shots go popping through the glass. Pop, pop, pop. Third, the final one, dead center, like right between the two hemispheres and splits it apart. Nice. It does that, and it collapses to the ground. Um, like just kind of motionless. The, the scientists seem to like kind of stagger a little bit and like kind of start getting a hold of their senses as if like the psychic link between them and this brain has been severed. Oh, um, as a bonus action, Zero pulls out uh, his uh, f- uh, pistol and shoots the inert brain. <laughs> <laughs> you just do that. Yeah. You do that. And just fires and then, the wa- and then just straight up turns and walks back towards the entrance. Sounds great. In all of your minds, you hear the words of Dr. M.M. Mudgett still saying, Fools, this was but one of my infinite forms. You will never be rid of me. You will never, ever be rid of me. And I will kill you. I will kill everyone you know. I will bring Vecna back to this world, and all will be death. And roll for insight. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Uh, That's a uh, that's an eighteen. He fucking means it. Oh. (laughs) Cradle gets a little bit more nervous. That chilled you to the bone. Yeah. And also, I'm still on top of the glass <laughs> above ground subterranean mm-hmm. swimming So this pool. thing is dead, but yet he is still communicating with you. De- what? Death is coming for us? Newsflash, jackhole. I know death, and she likes me better than you. <laughs> you don't know death. You know false prophets. <laughs> you know only those who are pretenders. Death is all that will remain. All of you will be consumed by it. And that's what we're going to call this episode. Oh, oh man. <laughs> what, a, what a high note. Of the Hapless Heroes <laughs> podcast. We destroyed a big brain. <laughs> so guys and gals and monsters and ghouls and whomever else must be listening to this podcast. Uh, because really, there's way more than just that. I hope. Also, ghouls? Like, what am I doing? (laughs) Hey, I hope there are a few ghouls out there listening (laughs) to our podcast. That's right. Uh, If you like us, you know that you can actually find us on the internet. We exist on there besides in this podcast. You can find us in places like uh, Twitter and Instagram. It's just at Hapless Heroes or uh, subreddit or Facebook, just Hapless Heroes Podcast. You can also, those places really are just going to point you to where we actually hang out most of the time, and that's our Discord server. 
It's incredible. It's a great place to hang out. You should totally join us in the conversation. We have built a great community in there. I think we're actually, I mean, at the time of this recording, at least, we're I think close to or at like 50 people. About 10 of those are us. <laughs> we know, but the rest of you are just beautiful internet strangers that yeah. we have come to know and love and appreciate all of your contributions to uh, our little community. You guys have, I mean, it's just wonderful to see everyone just like having conversations among themselves too about world building, about like a D&D stuff, about random off topic shit, sharing memes and comics. Like we do like all of the things and like all of you take such a wonderful part in it. It's just great, great, great to hear from you. Um, if you're feeling shy, though, we also just have an email. It's just haplessheroes at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out. We love you guys. Thank you. If you really like us, though, you could find a, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Um, every five-star review we get helps us grow in the rankings. It brings more people to the show. It, you know, tell the people out there who are perusing the multitude of D&D podcasts there are uh, on the air today why ours excels over the rest. Why you think that they should listen to this ridiculous show. It's the tasteful nudes. That's a bonus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That is just a bonus. Totally. We really appreciate it. You know, if any, any, <laughs> all of the kind words you guys have already said to us today, just, I mean, again, mean the world to us. But speaking of tasteful nudes, if you really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon. And at which an undetermined dollar amount, there will be tasteful nudes. We still have not determined this dollar amount. No one has reached it to date. But I still have the pictures. This is while. the first time I've known that John has had pictures. <laughs> it's not. I've said this before. Among those, <laughs> outside of that, we do have a wonderful assortment of rewards from the contents of James's notebook from the episodes one through 100, which it is just an amazing brain dump of whatever the fuck goes on in that guy's head. <laughs> Uh, we have behind-the-scenes audio, bloopers, just the whole, like a whole suite of things. And probably by the time you listen to this, if you're not following along in real time, we probably even have more stuff on there. It's just like chalked to the brim full of everything, every way that we possibly can think of to thank you for donating to us. And if you like us right now, you like us. Travel to Hawaii, uh, become a magical surfer, and then find yourself... Indie film queen Greta Gerwig, and with your combined efforts, have a collaborative project where you build a magical surfboard uh, named Greta Gerwig Jr. And the two of you will travel around on that magical surfboard, Greta Gerwig Jr., and um, write scripts and uh, little teleplays about how much you love our podcast. And Greta Gerwig Jr. Yeah. Great. That's amazing. Um, so uh, I guess without further ado, I will outro my wonderful cast for you. To my right, we had John playing Lord Draw the Light. Until next time. Zach as the unforgettable pair to Lincoln Woods. It's actually uh, pretty comfortable up here on this brain tank. <laughs> Think tank, right? Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Mic drop. No, I'd rather stay Shut here. up. <laughs> Dave as Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. Why would I use the word jackhole? That's not me. I don't think that's Morid in either. Is someone else hitching a ride? It's kind of redundant. Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. Have, have I been restored? No. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna budget fudge it. <laughs> and Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Fire for the win. 
and I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. We'll see you next week when people, when these guys try to figure out why the fuck this dead guy is still talking to them. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Take that, Andros. Taste not, want not. Ooh. Now you'll see my Wow. Okay. How do you like it? I'm going to devour your intellect. <laughs> <laughs>